Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the Refresh from Insider. I'm Kay Moynihan. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Tuesday, October 25th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we break down recent studies that show certain pills used to treat depression might not work as we expected. We always want the quick fix. We want to say, I'm going to take my medicine every day and things will be fine. And in study after study, what we found is it doesn't work like that for everyone. But first, the latest. The markets closed up this afternoon. The S&P and Dow closed up over 1% and the Nasdaq by over 2%. Insider's Matthew Fox says investors are turning their attention to third quarter's reports. Now, earnings results and forward-looking guidance from management teams will help investors determine whether the economy is falling into a recession or not. And so far, it's so good. About 20% of the S&P 500 has reported third quarter results. And the results are better than expected. Of the companies that have reported, 75% have beaten profit estimates by a median of 5%. On deck this afternoon are highly anticipated earnings releases from Google parent Alphabet and Microsoft. Later this week, we'll hear from Apple and Amazon. Apple is the latest in a string of companies to raise prices of its streaming music and video services. On the Apple Music side, individual plans are going up a dollar to $10.99 a month, and family plans are going up $2 to $16.99 per month. Apple says the increase will mean artists and songwriters get more money for their content. On the Apple TV Plus side, the price is going up two bucks. Apple is defending the increase, saying it offers way more content than it did when it first launched. Apple is counting on revenue from its streaming services to help offset a slowdown in people buying iPhones. A Russian court has rejected Brittany Griner's appeal to her sentencing. The WNBA star was found guilty of drug possession and smuggling back in August and sentenced to nine years in a Russian penal colony. Her lawyers say Griner was hoping for a reduced sentence, but a court near Moscow upheld the length of the punishment, saying it was fair. The Biden administration initially tried to secure a prisoner swap for her freedom, but there's been no news about any progress. If you use certain brands of dry shampoo, you might need to throw them out and, I don't know, just let your hair be greasy. Unilever has issued a recall for its most popular brands of aerosol dry shampoo, like Tresemme, Dove, Suave and Nexus. The reason? 
They may contain benzene, a chemical known to cause certain types of cancers when inhaled or absorbed through the skin. But the affected products were produced before October 2021, so if you have a fresh can, you should be okay. Last week, James Corden was banned from the famous New York restaurant Balthasar for allegedly being, quote, a tiny cretin of a man who was abusive to staff on two occasions. Well, Corden has finally publicly addressed the scandal. Have I missed anything? Did I miss any news? That's Corden on The Late Late Show last night giving what seemed to be an apology. I genuinely, I love it there. I love the food, the vibe. The service if I- before proceeding to list all the mistakes Balthasar has made. My wife was given the food that she was allergic to. But As her meal came wrong to the table the third time, when I sent a dish back that had hair in it. Corden never actually says the words, I'm sorry, in the monologue, but he did say that if he's ever allowed back in, he'll apologize in person. Here at The Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need and want to know always up to date. And hey, if you like what you hear, help us keep the sound waves on by telling other people to listen to the show. The House Progressive Caucus is retracting a letter signed by 30 lawmakers yesterday. The statement had urged the White House to pursue a diplomatic end to Russia's war in Ukraine. The group of Democratic House members said that President Biden should seek direct negotiations with Vladimir Putin. But Biden has said he won't seek any negotiations on Ukraine without Ukraine. The message faced immediate backlash from their Democratic colleagues. And in her statement recanting the letter, Progressive Caucus Chair Pramila J. Paul said it had been drafted months ago and sent by staff without vetting. GM released its third quarter earnings report today, and it's much better than expected. The automaker saw a 37% revenue increase despite the rising cost of parts and materials. That profit jump is largely because of higher demand for gas-powered trucks and SUVs. But the company has been trying to show it can also be a leader in the electric vehicle market. However, battery supply chain issues for its fleet has forced GM to cut back on its sales targets for EVs. Arizona officials are increasing security around ballot boxes because of reports that voters are being intimidated by self-appointed election watchers. Sometimes masked, often armed, one resident reported being followed by a group who took photos of them, their wife and their license plates as they dropped off ballots. There are worries that, fueled by lies about the 2020 election, things could get worse across the country as early voting continues in many states through November 8th. Yesterday, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said this was the DOJ's obligation. To guarantee a free uh, and fair vote by everyone who is qualified to vote uh, and will not permit voters to be intimidated. Adidas has officially cut ties with Kanye West. The sportswear company has been under mounting pressure to end its longtime partnership with the rapper after he went off on an anti-Semitic rant on a podcast earlier this month. Adidas isn't the first to walk away from West. Balenciaga and Vogue have already cut ties. And on Monday, his talent agency CAA dropped him as a client. TV studio MRC, which completed a documentary about him, has decided not to release it. 
if you've got animals in the house, you're probably familiar with the instinct to talk to your pets in that voice you only use for extra special, very good boys and girls. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Well, studies have shown that dogs react positively to a sing-songy voice. And now it turns out cats like it too but only from their owners. If you're a stranger, they'll most likely still ignore you. Researchers in Paris say this is evidence that cats may actually like their owners and aren't just putting up with you for free food and shelter. Millions of Americans take antidepressants to deal with anxiety and depression. The most common type, known as SSRIs, or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, claim to correct a chemical imbalance in the brain by increasing levels of serotonin to decrease feelings of depression. Now, a major new study confirms what many in the medical community have long considered to be true, that low levels of serotonin may not be linked to depression after all. Insider's Hillary Brick covers public health, and she's here to put this research into context. So Hillary, just to be clear, we're not telling anyone to go off their meds or that their meds aren't working. It's just that new research suggests they might not work the way we thought they did. Yeah. So this is something that has been brewing for quite a while among psychiatrists. Many have said for a long time, we know that you know it's not as simple as correcting a chemical imbalance in your brain. But of course, many people remember those commercials from like the early 2000s when you'd see the sad ball rolling around. You may feel exhausted, hopeless, and anxious. Then you'd hear all about this chemical imbalance. Depression may be related to an imbalance of natural chemicals between nerve cells in the brain. So that common general knowledge is out there and it really hasn't been debunked, even if doctors say, well, we know that it's not quite that straightforward that, you know, these drugs are doing something, but we don't totally understand the mechanism of action, as they call it. And I think it's helpful to understand the history of the drugs to understand why that is. So Hillary, what is the history behind the antidepressants people take now? Well, modern antidepressants in general all started being developed in the 60s and 70s after this very famous research in New York where they found that patients who were given a certain kind of tuberculosis medication actually started feeling much better mood-wise. And so scientists, drug developers, started developing drugs that were similar to the TB drugs, but they wanted to see if they could actually do something for other patients who were feeling depressed, who didn't have tuberculosis. So it was kind of this accidental discovery. And then the explanation for it came later that, you know, if these drugs are changing the way that serotonin moves through the brain, they must be correcting some imbalance. But it was kind of worked backwards. Like that wasn't something that was known. And then the drugs were developed for that reason. It was more they found something that worked. And then, you know, the explanation came later. You spoke to Mark Horowitz, one of the researchers behind the new study. How does his work contradict the common knowledge? Yeah, so the new study is a meta-analysis, so it's not really like new research. It's more a roundup of all the research to date. But, you know, he points out things like low serotonin levels are not linked to more depression. In fact, when researchers have actually done studies where they will artificially lower people's serotonin, those people do not reliably become depressed. So 
we each have different levels of serotonin. And it doesn't necessarily mean if one person has lower serotonin than another person, that that person is depressed. Hillary, what about any other key findings in this new study? Yeah. So, you know, he's been in this field for several years and he remembers trying to teach this to his own students when he was working on his PhD and not being able to really find a good original reference for it. So even though there isn't clear evidence that there is a chemical imbalance behind depression, it was just sort of accepted as general knowledge. So once the narrative kind of took float, it just sort of sailed on. And, you know, I think one of the reasons that that's true is because, as one of the sources in the story pointed out, there's nothing that we have that's better. There's no other pill. You know, there's, there's of course, other antidepressants that are not SSRIs, but outside of the antidepressants that we have, we haven't really found anything that works better. And so, people, many millions of people are still using these drugs because, you know, they do something. Now, what concerns do the experts you spoke to have about how this study might be misinterpreted? Yeah, a lot of the practitioners were concerned that either people will blame themselves for being on SSRIs or they'll feel like there's nothing we can do. The truth is we we do know a lot about depression. And in fact, in the UK, for example, there are evidence-based guidelines for practitioners, which suggest eight different interventions for mild depression before drugs like SSRIs are used. And those include guided self-help, group exercise, and meditation, of course, talk therapy as well. All of these things work well. But I think the frustrating thing is that, you know, we always want the quick fix. We want to say, I'm going to take my medicine every day and things will be fine. And, you know, in study after study, what we found is it, it doesn't it doesn't work like that for everyone. Hillary, thanks for talking. Thanks. Hillary Brick covers all things public health for Insider. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Kaya Moynihan. Talk to you soon. Bye.